All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. <laughs> it's Oilers Nation Radio. Blue Jays Nation Radio. Blue Jays Nation Radio. Did he? Oh, did we play the... Oh, we just added in the right intro after, I guess. Yeah, he's right. so loud. Hold on. We are close to the bottom here. There you go. There's a better. lot going on. There we go. Just Yeah. Now oh, I can't hear no. myself. We're nice and tasty. Hold on. What are we? Hey, can you hear? Can you crank me up? I can't hear myself now. I can't hear anything. Hold on. I can't hear anything. Uh, just another episode of real life. Am I another right? episode of real life. <laughs> Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio. We are on a tight time limit here today because we have got three of us on the podcast. Bag Milk, Dan, and Tyler all wearing our Jays jerseys. Liam is representing our friends at Betway. Ding dong. A lot of stuff going on today. <laughs> Shout out to all of you for checking this out. Let's just get to it for our friends at Oodle Noodle. New location opening in Calgary very, very soon, by the way. If you are a nation citizen, if you are listening to me right now and you're in Calgary, your food game is going to be leveling up very, very soon. If you're here in Edmonton, the new West End location open today. Mm. How about that? Tyler? What is the delicious debate this week? After watching the way Dylan Holloway has performed in the preseason, the delicious debate today is, what are your realistic expectations for Mr. Holloway this season? I'm going to start with our head scout, Liam Harbin, <laughs> who scouted him in the AJHL. I seen him play at Encana Arena once. He got in a scrum behind the net as a 16-year-old. There you go. My expectations for Dylan Holloway, 
I'm not going to say anything too high because I don't really know where he's going to play yet. So I'll say I think he gets between 10 and 15 goals. Let's say 40 points. Is that, that seems reasonable? If that's if if he comes in and gets forty points, that is a solid rookie season. A lot yep. of people were saying like rookie of the year. I think. I well, don't think well, well like let's pump the brakes yeah. here a little bit. Yeah. I'll jump in next. I think that I get the end. I completely understand the excitement with Dylan Holloway. He's really good. Everything that he does has been fun to watch so far in the preseason, but I am old enough to remember going to a preseason game where Magnus Pyarvi Svensson, I believe he was still Pyarvi Svensson at that time, <laughs> he scored a hat trick in the preseason against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I left Rexall Place at that time thinking, this guy is going to be the best of the bunch of him, Hall, and Eberle. As it turns out, that didn't quite happen. That was my first experience of hockey was that preseason really so payavi was the first nhl hat trick i ever witnessed and i thought wow and i thought a lot Special. of us a lot of us probably jumped on the the bandwagon a little early the reality is when you score a hat trick in the preseason it's great mm -hmm. we're gonna dub dylan holloway the preseason champ he's already been awarded the ty ratty award that's fine but the real work starts in the regular season what to expect from him if he gets 12 to 15 goals Points I'm not too concerned about. But yeah, if he yeah. lands somewhere in 12 to 15 goals, man, that's a really good rookie season, in my opinion. So, and I think that's super realistic, because last season, there were 16 NHL rookies who finished with more than 12 goals. So it's not like we're asking the world out of Dylan Holloway, and I'd go a step further and say, none of these rookies had a chance to play with Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisettle at any points. And I'm not saying Holloway's spending all 82 games in the top six, but if we're looking at a few extended looks on either one of those two guys' wings, and maybe regular regular third line minutes on top of that. I think a realistic expectation for Holloway would be something similar to like what a Dawson Mercer did in New Jersey. Maybe even what an Anton Lundell was able to produce in Florida last year. So what are we looking at there? 17, 18 goals, 25, 26 assists, somewhere in the 42 to 45 point range. I think if he gets 20 goals, Oilers fans should be thrilled with that. That'd be unreal. All right, Dan, you're up. Then I got another question about Dylan Holloway. Yeah, I was just going to say, for me, I understand Oiler fans when they, you know, we've been without a Calder Trophy finalist. The drought room. We've had finalists, but oh, never, okay, a yeah, never a winner. Never a winner. was a finalist, right? Oh, right. Was a finalist, Jason uh, McDavid was a finalist. Fucking Jason McDavid didn't win that's, that's exactly why I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like Oiler fans are deserved in wanting to force Holloway into the Calder conversation. And when you see what he's done in the preseason, I've admittedly only been able to watch one game so far, <laughs> uh, but the game that I did watch was sure the one that he had easy, a hat trick. Yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, it's been a challenge. But the hat trick that he had, those goals that he scored were goal scoring goals. Like they, he was sniping. They shots. weren't going in off his picking, ass. Yeah, he was picking spots. Yeah. So you know you're excited when you see that. And why not? Why not have a Daniel Sprong come up and pick play with Sidney Crosby and have it turn into absolute gold. Who says that Dylan Holloway can't Who is be our that Chris guy halfway through? Exactly. So, you know, I, I want to see that. I, I, I would love to see him go for the Calder. I'm excited and let's just stay positive and eager about having a nice, young, talented player on our lineup. I was going to say the reason I, I also don't think he's going to be in the Calder conversation is guys like Mason McTavish and yes. Owen Power. Like this actually yeah, Seattle's, Seattle's combination of yeah, right and, a, uh, and yeah. like Holloway's obviously a high-end rookie. But a lot of bad teams have high-end rookies who are going to play a ton more than Holloway is going to play, right? I was just going to yep. say, just to that point, I was just going to say, for rookies, though, usually it's a dark horse that comes out of the behind the lot, list yeah. with the Calder Trophy, we right? We won it last year. 
Not Tanner Janot, who should have. Cider. Marine Cider. Yeah, six oh, overall. But, he, was but legit. A, he came out of nowhere. But again, a guy that yeah. exactly wouldn't have been in the top the top picks there. So now I do think that Seattle's going to come away with the Calder Trophy this year, but I understand why their fans being excited about it. So I go up ahead. And I just want to say, like, having a rookie produce in the NHL is not easy by any stretch. And to Liam's point, there's a lot of good rookies this year. Mm-hmm. And there's some that are a little bit older than Holloway that are making their NHL debuts this year, maybe a little bit more advanced. But it's going to be really interesting to see where Jay Woodcroft plays him. The last two preseason games, the one in Abbotsford, and then I guess back here before that, he played with Dreisaitl in one game, McDavid the next game. If he plays with those two, then maybe the production is at a point where you go, whoa, shit, he's in the conversation. We didn't necessarily expect it. But for me, that is a gravy situation where I don't think any of us should be counting on that. No, but that's the nice part about this Oilers team is Holloway doing what he's doing and looking as good as he is isn't us sitting here like wiping sweat off our foreheads being like oh thank god they got another top nine winger it's forcing us to have conversations like okay is warren fogel a fourth liner what do they do with pool yarvi it he actually had to come in and like blow the doors off in camp to even get a sniff of being a realistic option for opening night i want to know what you think about dylan holloway what should we expect from him in year one hit us up owen radio podcast that is your delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. If you're looking for something to eat, you're watching the Jays this afternoon, mm. DoorDash. Liam? Ding dong. There you go. Order it through DoorDash. We're going to stick with Holloway here real quick, boys. I want to talk about this kind of Holloway versus Pugliarvi talk that's been coming up. Tyler, I think, just got a bet go against him. I just watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Holloway versus Pugliarvi. Yeah. They play different positions. I find the debate a little interesting and weird, but let's get into it. Liam? I Yeah, it was, that was going to be my first point. I think it's odd because they're not even the same position. You can have both. Yeah, you can have both. The, the I think the interesting thing for, I almost got him Payavi, Paul Yavi, <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Same with Magnus Payavi, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Good both point. Both of them. Yeah, but like, you know, we had a lot of debate talking about Fogel throughout the offseason of him being the guy who's going to go. Then he comes in and scores two goals. And like someone pointing out Oilers Nation every day chat today, like Warren Fogel has worked his way off probably the trade block, I think, in a lot of people's eyes. But is that care. fair when he gets two goals in garbage time against the Canucks AHL roster? Probably not really, but no, I think he's been but, working hard. Paul Yavi didn't do it. He and did he, not. And he played against Winnipeg's farm team. He did not. Actually, I think Pugliarvi had a really bad per, uh, preseason. I think, yeah. Or mediocre at the very best. Yeah, like, and I'm not hit a crap on him. Me neither. I think there's a lot of people who are, and I don't think it's unjustified right now, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. And I think we've, like we Tyler just said, like Holloway had to come in there and blow the doors off. Well, Pugliarvi's had this conversation all summer of when's he going to get moved and he hasn't come in there and blown the doors off and people say like, oh, it's just preseason and like we only scored against these guys, but it's like, but guys are still producing and guys are still scoring goals. Like people weren't complaining the other day when McDavid skated all the way around Vancouver, like that was still a great goal. Like you still have to score goals to put your name out there and he just hasn't at the moment, unfortunately. But, But are we having a debate that's not necessary and that we've had before? Right, the well, we have to get rid of Taylor Hall because we're going to bring in Milan Lucic. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> right? That's a great comparison. Like, that's yeah, perfect. We can't keep doing this as an organization. You can have shipping both. talent out the door while bringing in other talent that is un is unknown. Frankly, you know, like here I am. I'm talking about being positive about Holloway, but now the reality is 
what has he done for us lately is a preseason. He hasn't done anything in the regular season for us because we haven't had, he hasn't had the opportunity yet. Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, like we but don't at know. least the games he's playing, he's doing yeah, something. Agree. Yeah. But I just like my thing is why is Jesse Pugliarvi the one that we're like, okay, that's the one we have to get rid of? Because he was a fourth overall pick and we have high expectations and people yeah. want him to produce. And but I also just think this conversation gets brought up by people who just want to constantly drag Pugliarvi through the mud. Like the line I used on Oilers Nation or every on day. Either, either way, I would yeah, say. That yeah, that too. That too. The line I used on Oilers Nation every day, you like how dumb is the saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? <laughs> Like it's dumb. If I, if I have a cake, I would like to eat it. And that's the same thing with the depth. People are acting like, oh, you can't have your depth forwards and keep them too, right? Like, no, you can have good depth and keep everyone as long as it works with the cap and the Oilers can clearly do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I just have, as the old man, that saying is just talking about how you can't have your cake after you've already eaten it. Do you, do you, do you know At, I mean? Also, Mary Antoinette was, uh, she had issues. Yeah. You can't like, you can't like <laughs> look at the cake and enjoy it after you've already eaten it. You could just get another so cake. Means. Get you could get another cake, cake. Uh, deep and delicious, maybe <laughs> whatever you like. Everybody's got oh, time for deep actually. and delicious. Maybe some but, ice cream cake. Oh, that'd be really nice mm. for me. It's Delightful. like, we're not, we're not talking about moving a, a left winger out for a left winger. No, yeah. it's not, not at all. That's yeah. not even the conversation, right? Like we're talking about moving a left winger for a right winger just because I find that <laughs> this, because it's Pooley right? Yeah. I find that the hyperbole on Pooley on either side 100%. is crazy right now. So yeah. And it's like, his analytics say this, so he is therefore this. And it's like, well, I mean, hockey's so fluid and like there's a lot of moving parts and I don't know that you can rely solely on defensive numbers to assess a player in the NHL. Where on the flip side, he's not horrible either. No, he's not He's not ruining the team. It's not like he's no. holding somebody else out of the lineup because yeah. he's like, oh, we need this guy to produce. Like, and this is what a do team you that's had year? that. 15 goals? Was he had 36 it? points last year. Yeah. It was a career high. He started off like a house on fire. I don't remember exactly how many he had by the first or second week in November, but he was he was pacing really well, and then the wheels kind of fell off. When I had Frank Saravalli on Better Late Than Ever on Wednesday, I asked him about Pooley-Arvey, and he was just kind of like, well... So a lot of teams are looking at him as a guy with a $3 million price tag. You don't really know what you're going to get yet. And that's not a shot against Pooley It's just that he's had ebbs and flows that come with young players. And what's going to be really interesting. And this was according to Frank is what happens within the next, you know, week before the start of the regular season. We got some news today. Samorukov waivers. Let's hope he clears. Matthias mm-hmm. Yanmark, Matthias Yanmark, I should say waivers. We'll see what happens there. Hasn't been a ton of movement on the waiver wire. Not a whole lot. Week, but Pickard we'll went through. He cleared. Yep. Everyone cleared from yesterday. Yeah, just a couple cleared. of just a couple and, of players here and there getting grabbed. And the Kings put Lias Anderson. Yeah. And uh like he was a seventh overall pick five years ago. The metal thrower. That was him, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, was it him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, I like that. I don't like a, a guy who's happy losing. Bring <laughs> nice. him in. Okay, so I want your debate. On, I want to hear from you on Holloway versus Pugliar. If it even makes sense. To me, it doesn't. But to you, who knows? Hit us up. Owen Radio Podcast. Other couple things that everybody was talking about are our PTO boys. Yesterday, Jake Vertanen got cut. Jason Demers still here. Let's start with Vertanen. Tyler, if you're looking at Jake Vertanen, what he did in the preseason, the opportunity ahead of him, the fact that there was potentially a spot to grab on the right side, what do you make of this? 
I'll jump in. Uh, I just, for me, I just thought <laughs> I fucking got him. Here's a guy. <laughs> I got him perfectly. So I'm not being lazy and watching baseball. I have to get the DFO rundown up because they just interviewed Jonathan Huberto. <laughs> My we were, bad. We were just talking about, we're just talking about a guy in Jesse Pugliarvi has had all, like, all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Jake for was gifted an opportunity that was not going to be offered. <laughs> I don't think to other teams for him. And he still came in and played flat yeah. to me. Everything about that is detrimental to the Oilers, and that's that's where I have the issue. Why did we bring in a player that was going to show up like this and not show up at all, make you look bad for bringing in said player, not even mentioning the fact all the red flags and all the issues outside of the ice, but that player on the ice was a waste of a PTO. Yep. To me, there was a whole lot of noise for a guy who made absolutely none of it on the ice. Looking only at what happened in the preseason games that he played. Jake Vertanen had the opportunity to come in and steal a job on the right side. That's my opinion. He did nothing to get there. And like, it, it's funny because there were, you know, a lot of people for whatever reason felt the need to like defend Jake Vertanen coming into this whole thing. And even then, like, man, those people didn't, couldn't even put together somewhat, anything close to an argument. Like that's how bad he played. And I was doing a radio hit today and they asked, all right, so now that the book is closed on Jake for it's like, what book? What is it? Half a page long? There's no book. He came in, he was irrelevant. And like you said, Dan, waste of a PTO. You brought a bunch of negative headlines towards your team for no reason at all. You made a bunch of people in your fan base not feel great about cheering for you again for a guy who sucks pointless the only thing that was good that came out of it was evander kane's posts of the photos uh, we're gonna yes. get there in a second that was pretty funny. I, it was Jake absolutely ruthless. was more of a postcard that did not deliver than a book yeah uh, that's a good uh, one uh, <laughs> um yeah what about know. jason debers well, he's still here i think he's getting an ahl deal yeah i think that's what they're gonna do with him i think they need him to go down there i think he wouldn't be around anymore if that wasn't the plan don't think he's getting an nhl deal like maybe a two-way I think they'll straight up just sign into an AHL contract. Like, do they need to sign into a two way? I don't know. I just but figure like injuries always happen in this league, right? You if you have them on a two way, you could sign them later. You could just sign him later because what is it right now? So the guys in Bay, because you have Samarukov who's going to go yeah. down. Fingers crossed. What's the other guy's name? Day De- Charnay. De- yeah, yeah, he's banged up right now, though. He's banged up. Well, maybe yeah. you do need him on a two way then. You have Murray as well. Nimalan and Brobeck. So that's I don't, five bottom pair in defensemen. I don't disagree with your assessment of just get, get him onto the condors, though. Like, it's not like people no, are clamoring yeah. for Jason Demers. No, talent, he so. played in the KHL last year. I'm yeah. sure he'd be happy to be back in North yeah. America, to be honest. Where's he from? Is he Canadian? He's Canadian. Yeah, because he played at the Olympics. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. I was just wondering if, like, just be back closer to his family, I would assume, is probably more beneficial yeah. to him than being in. On the right the, side of the pond. Yeah, literally. Uh, Jason Demers is from Dorval, Quebec. Liam. Ah, of course. It's a very French name. Mm-hmm. Jason. <laughs> I don't <laughs> kind of like L.A. Chasson. Chasson. I don't right. mind having that warm body in, in Baco, though. I don't mind having veteran depth anywhere, ever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Bakersfield right now is such a young team. Warm <laughs> bodies, or as we like to call them on this podcast, hard bodies, yes. right? Yeah, yes. hard bodies always. Hard bodies. Hard bodies. Kind of reminds me when they had Mark Fain down there forever. Yep. Well, yeah. good, well, that good was good to have around. I know he couldn't have. Can I tell a quick Mark Fain story, real quick? Uh, I yep. love this story. We were at we were having a viewing party at the Pint Downtown. I wish Rick was here because he also saw it. This was in the series against Anaheim. 
So the second round in 2017, we're having our playoff parties. We're doing our thing. We're at the pint downtown. We're celebrating. And then game seven happens. The mood not quite so bright at the pint. And then as they try to get the crowd back into just not moping, they crank up the music again. And who hits the dance floor first was Black Ace Mark Fain out there cutting a rug. And I'm just looking over at him. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm so mad. And you're out there doing the Dougie or whatever he was That's doing. a guy who doesn't take his work home with him. <laughs> that is absolutely a guy who doesn't take his work home with him. His work-life balance is real tight. Walks out of that arena and he is just <laughs> like us. I just remember it's like I am almost in tears and there's Mark Fane cutting a rug. <laughs> Didn't I he mean, almost dress in a game? Yeah, they, well, because remember they played Griffin right? Reinhardt. Yeah, game, didn't yeah. they both? Uh, they both warmed up. Shout out to Big Cat. He was yeah, probably out on the dance floor when they called him up. <laughs> Where are you? He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so ignore the music in the background. <laughs> I don't know. My phone's not working. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. Go check them out at cornerstoneins.ca. All the insurance products you could ever hope for. Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. Everything is there. Get a quote, submit a claim. You can do it all through the website. And as Tyler will tell you, the folks at Cornerstone Insurance are wonderful to deal with. Are they not, Tyler? 10 out of 10. Would recommend. There you go. Cornerstone Insurance. Get them in your life. Cornerstoneins.ca. That's cornerstoneins.ca. Next up on my list of topics, Tyler on Oilers Nation every day yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. You had Frank oh. Saravalli on there. No, it was, uh, that Wednesday. was Wednesday. Wednesday was with yep. Frank Saravalli talking about Evan Bouchard's next deal with the Edmonton Oilers. We've talked about that on this podcast a lot. I would have tried to cleft bomb him this off season. Yeah. Didn't happen. What, what'd you get out of Frank on the Bouchard extension? Well, it was interesting because it was unprompted. Like I literally bought on, brought on Frank and I was like, Hey, like welcome into the show. And he was like, Hey, Liam was just talking about Bouchard. I checked in with my sources and the Oilers haven't had any meaningful dialogue with them to paraphrase Frank. And I think that's a huge mistake. Me like, too. If this guy goes like Liam's predicting and pops home 20 goals, Frank even said like, he's going to get way more expensive. Yep. And you saw a deal that a guy like Mackenzie Weger got today, eight years, 6.25 down in Calgary and I look at Bouchard and I go honestly at this point I would give that deal to Bouchard if he'd be willing to sign for eight years here I would have no problem going 6.25 million right now because one we know the cap's going up and two look at what premier offensive defensemen in this league get not even I shouldn't even say that look at what young offensive defensemen in this league get Zach Wierenski over nine million dollars Quinn Hughes over seven million dollars if you can get Bouchard locked up for anything below 6.25 or around that range. I think you do it all day. It doesn't sound like the Oilers really want to do that. And that's disappointing. Really disappointing. Uh, Dan or Liam, just thoughts on maybe waiting longer than we should for a guy who, in my opinion, shout out to Jay. Dad is the answer. Leave that on his Instagram. I think he's a part of the team long-term. Well, for me, for a team that has Darnell nurse on their team, and looks at that contract every day and probably yeah. regrets some bridge deals. I think it's pretty ludicrous That's that we're point, still man. sitting here waiting on Evan Bouchard. Bang, great point. You great can't, point. You can't allow talent to just continue to up its value, especially when we now know what we have in Evan Bouchard. I feel like everybody's pretty confident and was pretty comfortable losing a Tyson Berry this offseason yep. because we had Evan Bouchard waiting in the wings. And for the organization not to feel that way too is pretty silly to me. Liam? Yeah. I'm a little torn because on one hand, you're right with the bridge deals, like this 
bit them in the ass a couple of times, but then you look at what he was able to get Ryan Nugent Hopkins at after waiting out and like they re-signed Evander Kane and I don't yeah. know. I kind of I kind of trust Holland, but also like we see all these other guys like this. Bouchard has so much potential to just go and be unreal this season. And then you're looking at it like, well, shit, now we got to pay this guy all this money. And do you think though, like he's obviously not going to hit. I don't think he'd get paid more than Nurse. I don't think they would. Bouchard? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean not yet, but like what happens yeah. if you bridge him? Like again, Nurse got that deal heading into his 27-year-old season. Evan Bouchard's only 22. What if in the next five years, like Bouchard blossoms into a premier puck moving mm-hmm. D man who's scoring 70 plus points because he plays on the power play with Connor McDavid? Like, it's not the most insane thing when you look at his five on five production and take in the expectation that he's handling more power play minutes this year. I don't know if I expect this to happen. I don't think it would. But do you think there's a chance the Oilers keep him off? The power play to keep his numbers down. So this was a big beef I had the other day on real life because Jay and Chalmers kind of brought this up. I cannot stand when that happens. Mm-hmm. Like you have Leafs fans being like, oh, you can't play bunting with Matthews again because you got to keep his neck contract down. What are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to win? Is the goal to score goals and win games and ice a good team? Or is the goal to end up with a bunch of cool contracts? Yeah. Like you don't keep Bouchard off the power. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you don't keep I, Bouchard I don't off the power play. I love a cool contract though. It's, it's the baseball yes. sending your service time down bullshit yeah. all over again. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that so, would always piss me off. Yeah, too. and yeah. so it, it's you know it's or it's the Oilers not playing a guy in the last game because is like I it just it's ticky tacky bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you shouldn't be doing that with your talent because other free agents watch that shit. People oh, yeah. and young players, their his teammates watch that shit. And if he if they see him actively being glass ceilinged by the organization, that's going to play into everyone after him. Mm-hmm. And look at I mean, yeah, sorry, I don't want to keep going, but just to me, it's silly to keep doing this. But can you imagine like last year of dry settles contract, the others are like, Hey man, we're playing you with Devin shore all year. <laughs> and it's like, what is like, well, <laughs> your next contract is going to be a little crazy. big guy. Like, Listen, you're it down. Our power play is clicking at 40%. You're on unit two now. Yeah. It's over. like, or like Ryan McLeod this year. Like, Hey, we, we're sending him down to Bakersfield just to make sure he doesn't get too wild. Like, That's... come on guys. <laughs> but I did see people in my, in my mentions talking about that being like, Oh, you got, well, you're stupid. If you put him on the, power play in a contract year and it's like what are you living in fantasy land like you've got to go win games this is an important year Bouchard gives you a good chance to win games on the power play I do think taking away just affects his contracts at the end of the season I don't think he becomes a 100% power play guy I think we kind of spoke about it the they other day it, like yeah. I think they'll just kind of rotate it where it's like okay we have a lead we just need to kind of keep on it like let's just put uh, Barry on there but if you need to be more aggressive that's when Bouchard will kind of slide in I think yeah. that's how they'll rotate them in. I do think we'll see his time increase significantly because quite frankly it has to mm-hmm. he's too good not to yeah. play on the Woodcroft wouldn't be doing his job if he didn't remember yeah. last year in the playoffs there was a couple games when they were down Bouchard was the guy over the ice late in yep. games yep. when they were trying to tie the game yep what yeah, cause, yeah, that's right, that's right. Against but, uh, Colorado, one game for sure that he was on the It's funny you say that because Barry was the one who got the late winner against yep. LA as well. Yeah, like, it's a good point. It's just, you know, it's even it's even the day before we talked about it on Oilers Nation every day too. Like, Barry scored the five-on-five goal. Like, Barry still yep. brings a lot to this team. Like, of course. Sure, he kind of yep. gets shit on a lot, actually, and he's still a very reliable player for us. Uh, but yeah, eventually Bouchard's just got to take that 
spot and run with it. Well, and I think the reality is, is that the Oilers have also created a lot of these situations where we're looking at players and looking at their contract and we're like, well, we could get rid of that because yep. of the cap hell that we're in right now with $167 worth of cap space. I love that number, by the way. So it's just, I like, there's a certain element, like we talked about it with Pugliarvi. Now we're talking about it with Barry, where Oiler fans are okay with getting rid of those people because of the number next to their name, not so much their talent. Do you know one thing too? I think the cap has just become so complicated for people that yep. I just see like, oh shit, $367 like, oh, is scary. Someone. Yeah. I said, no, you, there's a reason. People are hired to look at this stuff. Like, the Oilers wouldn't have paid Ryan McLeod what they did if they if they didn't yeah. have to and stuff like yeah. that. Like, the, the $160 cap hit thing, this is a great chance for a little bit of marketing for anyone out there. Uh, if you run like a restaurant or a steakhouse, do the Oilers cap hit meal. Like Ruth Chris, Ooh, uh, 160 bucks. You and you and your partner can dine for as much cap space as the Oilers good. have. That's a good call. Yeah, that's that's a free little dose of marketing from wow. Tyler Ramchek for you. They better hope nobody uh, bless you. <laughs> better hope nobody uh, leaves the Oilers, otherwise that cap hit's going to go up and it's going to be an expensive steak dinner. <laughs> like while you're eating, <laughs> yeah. like, hey man, whoa, ten grand. Sorry guys, this is the deal. What you signed do? Out. Oh, Devin Shaw just went down. <laughs> <laughs> it fluctuates throughout the season. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go to uh, our Ask the Idiot segment where you guys submit the questions and I ask the boys for their first thoughts, a couple of other things I want to get to. I had Frank on Better Late Than Ever on Wednesday. That thing that was going around everywhere on Twitter was about 10 days ago or something where the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to clear cap space for Connor McDavid in four years time. Well, I asked Frank about that specifically and what he said and to paraphrase Frank Saravalli was just like, unless the Oilers fall off a cliff entirely and they are not competitive, I can't see any way Connor McDavid leaves there. How did that begin? Like, what, what did people just look at this and think, wow, they have nobody after four years besides Morgan Riley? Probably so McDavid. what happened was is <laughs> somebody on Twitter misquoted Elliot Friedman. Ah, Elliot Friedman was just kind of opining about the Leafs cap situation because Matthews is up there. What is that? Two years? 2024. 
when he yeah, joins so Arizona State. Matthews is up <laughs> right away. Yeah, I see Nylander's up right away in there. So he's opining about the Leafs cap situation. Somebody misquoted him because actually I heard that he spoke to Gregor and was like, I don't know where everybody's talking about this Toronto McDavid cap thing. I didn't say that. So, so it got twisted around, blew up on Twitter. Twitter went Twitter. So the point here is I asked Frank about it. And he's like, that's nonsense. That's all I wanted to say, really. Is there is there a team in the league that we think wouldn't try and make court so Connor it, McDavid? It's funny because well, I too. I just to <laughs> look at the NBA for a second, Giannis had a, was a, becoming a free agent. And yeah. people prepared for two years yep. for him to become a free agent. Raps included. Yeah, literally almost every team in the league did it. Like Dallas was a big one. And then he just re-signed with Milwaukee. And everyone's like, well, shit. Oh, whoopsie, dude. <laughs> no, we prepared for a guy who we're not even getting. Like, it just, there's no need for teams. They're, they're not looking that far ahead. To be, They're looking at their own team that far ahead, being like, okay, we have yeah. Matthews up in two years. But they're not thinking like, okay, there's wow. McDavid. Like, and it's, also, it's, it's the Leaf fans, too. Just depends on what hospital you were born in in Toronto, right? It's another thing, too. And, like, this may be a message to the Oilers fans out there. We're probably going to hear, just like with the Giannis stuff, yeah. a lot of this yeah. over the next few years, right? There's going to be a lot of the Arizona Coyotes ownership is being prepared to offer McDavid $20 million. Or like rumors say King's ownership is obsessed with the idea of McDavid. And it's going to come and like, you know. The New Jersey Devils have opened up a new hotel just for Connor's family. I think the point here is that the boys are getting at. Just prepare yourself. We're going to be hearing it a lot. It's nonsense, though. It's noise. We know what's going on here. Just we say, all know. Just say Matthews is going to Arizona. Which is probably happening. Yes, that is. I heard it. I have a source, uh, which is Liam. <laughs> and I heard he's going. Yeah, my source is cap friendly. Told me that too, from what I can see on this. Next up, uh, I just want everybody's real quick thoughts. So we've had our, our goalie tandem, Soup and Stew. They've each gotten a full game so far. Again, it's the preseason. Like the Oilers took 9,000 penalties against yes. Vancouver the other night. Yeah. Not much Skinner can do about that. I just want everybody's first thoughts on Soup and Stew as we work through the preseason. If you haven't watched a whole lot, just kind of what you're expecting from everybody. Yeah, I, I'll just jump in and say I've only watched the one game of Campbell. I liked everything I saw of him. That He's glove a save? Bit of, yeah, the, a little bit of arrogance and flash that we've been missing for a long time, uh, even with Mike Smith. Uh, so yeah, I would just say big fan of everything Campbell I've seen. I will also note that in that game, Dan, Cody Cece did not make a great play on one of the goals that got scored against him. Jack Campbell didn't yell at him at all. In nope. fact, he gave him a, that's okay, pal, tap on the butt with the stick. Oh my Lord, what a change of pace. Remember when we had to have those conversations about like, <laughs> did Mike Smith tell Philip Broberg to fuck off at the bench? Like, <laughs> like are, yes. Has Mike stopped staring at him? Yeah, it's like Jack Campbell sends gift basket to yeah. young defensemen. That's like the kind of stuff we get. Uh, Liam, your first thoughts, just kind of soup and stew. I'll be honest, since our last recording, I've watched that exact same amount of preseason <laughs> games. Nah. But my expectations, I think, are pretty high for this duo. I think, I think, like you said, like Campbell's feels like a good veteran. He's been around the block. Like he had to grind his way to the NHL. Like I think he. Maybe he feels privileged, I guess, to be here in, in a way. I he doesn't take it for granted. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And like now, you have Stuart Skinner, who has done it a little, a little bit similar. He's had to go through the ECHL, the American League, and now he's here. And I think it's a good duo. I think it's 
better than the duo we had last season. You know, there's all these numbers where it's like, oh, Mike Smith was the sixth best goalie in the NHL. It's like, was he really? Like, he was good. Don't get me wrong. Mike Smith helped us get to the Western Conference Final. It was just, he was hurt. Season. He was hurt, and he was yeah. so hot and cold that I just think we're getting more consistency this year. Yeah, and let's hope the injuries kind of get away from Campbell too, but until he got injured last season, he was a Vesna candidate. Yep. So, and Stuart's going to always one of the best goalies in the American Hockey League. So I think we've got a pretty good one-two punch going here. And the defense, I think that kind of helps with the Broberg thing too, or like that third pair and left side defenseman. Like you can almost have a younger guy there come through because I think the defense doesn't have to be as good as it needed to be last season. Tyler, last word, Super Stoop. Yeah, I'm just expecting more consistency. I, I got asked this question earlier today, like how would you handle the workload between these two? And I think early on, I, I'd be fine going a little bit heavier towards Campbell to get him up and running. What, three and one, two and three, or two and one? In the first 10 games, I'd go Campbell six or seven times, depending on the results. Can and I, then as the year goes on, I would probably try to even it out a little bit. And by the end of the season, I think I would want 50-30. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that. I think that's what I said a couple weeks ago. I feel like that's a that would be a good number for us. Yeah. The Oilers have probably got a pretty good record if that's the numbers that we're at. So in October, the Oilers only play one back-to-back game. So that's the only split you have. So they have Vancouver, Calgary, Buffalo, Carolina, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Chicago, Calgary. Like Seems like a good amount, a variety of teams that you can ease in both guys there. Like obviously yep. you want Campbell to play against the better teams like Calgary and St. Louis, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and then, you know, you can throw Skinner on the back-to-back against Chicago. Maybe you play him in the second game in Calgary, but you also have the Buffalo game in there, too. Like this Gotta kind of play a, him against the Sabres. Yes, the Sabres. But it's, like, it's just a good way to ease everybody into the season in for them. I agree. I like it. It's going to be interesting to see how Woodcroft handles that split. Uh, coming up to Ask the Idiots for Canada Snowboard, Tyler. This is exciting. Experience a world-class mashup of snowboarding and style right here in Edmonton. A heightened fan experience grants you front row seats to watch the best snowboarders go head-to-head at the largest stadium big air contest Canada has ever seen. You can now get your tickets on Ticketmaster. Yes, and the other thing, too, when big events like these come to the city, and this one I know for a fact, it's a lot of time it's Explore Edmonton who does some heavy lifting to make sure it a happens. Lot of so shout out lifting. to Explore Edmonton as well for getting us some big name events in the city. Boys, for our friends at Canada Snowboard, it is time for Ask the Idiots. I've got three questions here for all of you. They haven't seen them yet. First impressions only. Dan, you're up first. Who gets their first... Who is first to get their first NHL fight? McDavid, Dreisaitl, or Yamamoto? Oof. Uh... I hope it's Yamamoto, but I think it might be Dreisaitl. Definitely not going to be McDavid. McDavid learned his lesson in junior hockey. He broke his hand. You can look it up oh, on yeah. hockeyfights.com. Uh, he punched there's, the glass. There's no, I have a feeling that there's something in his contract that says that he's not allowed to do it. Um, but I'd yeah, kind of like say, to see it just once, though. I would, yeah. too. Man, uh, that would get the boys fired up, wouldn't it? He, he punched the glass in his last fight, so I'm okay with him not fighting. I'm also I think Dreisaitl's fiery passion will get him into one. Liam, Yamo. Drysidal, McDavid. Who scraps first? I, you know what? I kind of think it's McDavid. Just because last season, I think we saw him get involved a little bit more. He's had that taste of going far in the playoffs. Like, I think he's going to want it like pretty bad. Like, we saw it similar with McKinnon in a way, like last season, right? Like, he was hopefully McDavid doesn't start throwing helmets at people. Jesus. Well, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. But. I don't know. I, I could see it. And I don't think Dreisaitl ever will. 
I just don't think he ever will. I, I think I would. I would want to fight him. I'll tell you that. Uh, much. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like, who's he gonna fight? He's gonna have to fight like a, a heavyweight. To see, Drysaddle, I think oh, is gonna yeah. be my pick. Go ahead, Tyler. I, I could see him just getting so fired up and pissed off. Just that grabs him. Just grabs someone and drops <laughs> yeah. his gloves. And maybe it's not like the traditional like off the face off yeah. dropping him, but like it'll get scored a five minute major, even though there was like three punches. I could just see it in a really high intense oh. game. McDavid goes into a scrum. Comes I'm out cringing just thinking about Neil Pionk. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm following Liam on this one. I say it's Connor. I think that he's gonna like. I think about Penguins fans. Do they want to see Sid fight? Probably not. But he's good for once it. a year, once every other year. Yep. Something annoys him to the point where he'll chuck him. Remember That's when exactly he, what I was thinking is Sidney Crosby fighting, and I thought I could see McDavid doing the same thing. There's a really funny one with Crosby that I remember. It was against the Panthers, and they were at the face-off dot, and the guy hadn't even stood up from the face-off draw, and Crosby grabbed him and started punching <laughs> See, that's him. the way to do it, Connor. Yeah, just get him smart. But I would love to see – all this talk has got me excited to see a Yamamoto Kadri fight, though. <laughs> Battle of Alberta, October fifteenth. I think go. I think you're going to get a Kane Cadre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mangiapane Yamel. That's what I would. That'd, be, that'd be a good one too. Question number two: Ask the idiots for our friends at Canada Snowboard. Liam, I'm starting with you. You have to buy a crested Calgary Flames jersey. Who goes on the back? Aginla. Good pick, Tyler. Answer. Jeez, that's a really good. That's answer. a great answer. Um, sorry. Can I follow this up quickly? I just yep. want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about something that happened in the office the other day, and I'm not a Calgary fan, but I have, you got to respect the legends of the game. Somebody put the Jerome Ginla figure as the doorstop the other day. Mm. I put an end to it pretty quickly for you Calgary fans out there. I thought that was very disrespectful to the legend himself. Plus, those figures can bring in a good buck. So. Always, always thrifty. Yeah. You, know, you never know who's going to walk in and say, I'll pay 200 bucks for that thing. You never know. Kind of doorstop door <laughs> marks on it. Tyler, you have to get a crested Calgary Flames jersey. Who's on it? Hmm. Who do I not mind on the Calgary Flames? I might go like, I don't know, Jacob Markstrom seems kind of cool. He's a goalie. Sucks against the Oilers. Sucks against the Oilers, so there's that. Um, if I had to go throwback, give me like a Damon Lankow jersey. <laughs> I used to sit by a... Damon Lankow? I used to sit That's by a relative of his. That's a name I haven't even heard in years. Yeah, I used to sit by a relative of his at Oilers games, and they're still Oilers fans. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like they're season ticket holders on that level. The Lankows. Yeah. Big oil fan. So, shout out to the Lankows. Dan, who you got? Uh, my jersey would be a number four, and it would say it's in. It was in. Flames fans are mad now hearing uh, that, I promise. I Good but and if I had to actually pick a jersey, it would be Mika Kippersoff. I, I thought a Kippersoff. Number 34, well. was he? Weird number yeah. guy? Yeah. I will go with uh, my first pick is I would rather not wear clothes ever. <laughs> but since I'm going to play along. We're going streaking. I'm going to pick Johnny Gaudreau because the way he left. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Third and final question for Canada Snowboard. Ask the idiots. Tyler, what is the most... I am imagining this is, came from football last night. What is the most boring or worst hockey game you've ever been to or watched? Oh. <laughs> oh, most boring <sighs> hockey game I've ever watched. While you guys are thinking, I'll jump in. Yeah. Um there was a time when the Oilers used to play the Minnesota wild, like six yeah. or seven times a season. And Jacques Lemaire was the coach. And that 
team was, despite having Marion Gabrick and some players who were exciting to watch, they were so fucking boring. So I don't have a specific game at all, but any wild game I watched when Jacques Lemaire was the coach, I'm just going to pick that. What was that bald guy called? He played Boucher. Alex Ald. <laughs> bald guy that played. That's what you got so no, far. He played uh, for Minnesota. He was Pierre something. Bouchard. He? Yeah, what was yeah. PM Bouchard. Pierre Marc Bouchard. I just always remember when he would always score against the Oilers. Like, and that was what I was thinking Minnesota games, but I have a different one too. Go ahead. Look at this one. fucking. Go ahead, Liam. Yeah, that was classic Pierre Marc Bouchard kind of play. Uh, whenever the Oilers play San Jose in San Jose. Like last season when I know Mike Smith and McDavid got that goal. Yeah, that OT one. But that goal was, that game was horrendous. Yeah, it was boring. That was, what, that was when he's 2-1. It was something like that. Oh, it yeah. was so, I remember so Nuge tied boring. it up to send it to overtime and McDavid finished oh, it. Oh man, I just remember, I remember laying in bed thinking, I want to sleep. There's nothing worse than an 8 p.m. or 8.30 start and the game is horrible. Mm-hmm. Or any game at the Shark Tank just sucks. That it's building dark, is, it's, it's dingy. lit yeah. like shit. Tyler or Dan, who wants to jump in? I'll jump in, Tyler. I worked an entire summer during my grade 12 year, or grade 11 year. Were you in Halifax? the entire summer in Halifax, Ooh. scooping ice cream. Yep. That's why I have one really strong right arm. No, no other reason. No <laughs> other reason, Tyler. Dan doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, cleaning my room. But I, uh, but I actually have the stretch of games that I paid like to fly out here to see, and it's <laughs> epic. So we lost to the Minnesota Wild on December the third, one to nothing. Oh. Then we tied the Minnesota Wild one one, and I remember that they scored a goal with like. Mm. 15 seconds left to go to tie it and I was devastated and then we lost to the Vancouver Canucks three to nothing so I saw one Edmonton Oilers goal in a stretch of three games came all the way across the country to do it and saw us play the Minnesota Wild twice they scored one frigging goal against them that is outrageous I'll argue one of the Jays games we went to see when we went there this summer was terrible for the kids though for the kids it was great fair enough not for us not for us Um, I just got drunker and drunker as the game went on that's the only thing that happened yeah I'd agree with you begged milk like there was just some decade of darkness stuff that we had to sit through was horrible and i like to think i've erased most of it from my memory like there was games as an example where worst game you're watching it's the akins era and the oilers get absolutely shit stomped by the chicago blackhawks like 10 to 1 or something like that i'm just like oh painful or just memories of going to games and of course it was rexall you have to park like four blocks away yep it's minus 30 oilers just lost three nothing to the minnesota wild and like 12 or 13 year old me is like walking back to the car being like wow this sucks school tomorrow last year weren't we in the building for edmonton losing eight goals by eight goals to the flames or something stupid like that oh it was nine five five. at least that was entertaining right well for a first half of the game I, I, I have scoring. one other one, but Go it's kind of funny. So the final score was 8-5 between... So I went to a baseball game, and it was Mariners versus the White Sox. And within the first three innings, it was 8-5. Wow. And that was the final score, and the rest of it was oh, just no. like... <laughs> just two guys playing catch. Great pitching. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, this is... I was just basking in the sun. If you want to chime in on Ask the Idiots for our friends at Canada Snowboard, hit me up. Slide into the old DMs or fire me an email. The boys don't see the questions before I ask them. We just get their first take. And if you want to get tickets to the Big Air event at Commonwealth Stadium, they are now available at Ticketmaster. Big Air, big vibes. Big Air, big vibes. Hell yeah. Liam, get your buttons ready. Let's go. It is time to wrap up the podcast with hot and cold performers of the week for our friends at Twig and Berries. Twigandberries.ca. Go check it out. 
There you will find some new threads, be it undies, a hoodie, a toque, whatever you need. Our friends at Twig and Berries have got it all for you. Twigandberries.ca to get it there. Nation 15 will get you a discount on your order. Or if you're in St. Albert, just stop in. Stop into the store, touch things, smell things if you like. Get yourself an ODR hoodie. I promise you won't regret it. As always, we start off with our veggies. Liam, I'm starting with you. You're near the button bar. Your Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. Myself. Okay. I've had a tough week with my pets. Oh, oh. nothing too crazy. Just a fish okay. tank. <laughs> I thought we were thankfully. going dark here. Oh, you're trying to give away your fish tank. Yeah, yeah you oh, did try to pitch it to Jay. It didn't go well. well oh, he said no. He said, didn't say no. <laughs> didn't say no. Didn't I, think say us, yes. I think us having fish in the office, sorry, Liam, would be great content. I think so too. Who's caring for the fish? Well, I will. We're always here. Bag milk and I have been here for a few years. We've mm-hmm. been in an office for minute. a few years yep. with plants. RIP. Have not survived. One time, Chris, the intern, RIP, tried to uh, water a plant with Red Bull. So yep. that's what kind of care we provide here. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, I do think the fish thing <laughs> does have potential in the office. I like it. I like watching fish. Maybe we'll put it to a vault. But anyway, so I, vote, yes. <laughs> I recently downgraded. From, by the way, this fish tank is 200 gallons. It is. I don't know if the building is structurally sound to hold the fish tank. So, it's an aquarium. So I, I downsided to a 20-gallon fish tank. and I, I That is wa- quite the downsize. I, Tenfold, I'd say. Yes, yes. So I uh, I had to move one. I had one surviving fish. He was a, a dwarf plaque. Oh, I think something like a nice guy, Spike. So I put him in my fish tank. And the first day, I got him five new th- friends. Five neon tetras. Okay. Put them in the tank, swimming around, woke up in the morning, all sucked up to the filter. Oh, no, no. I was like, okay, well, that's far from ideal. So I thought, okay, well, I'll just let the tank kind of set a little bit, get used to it. I put some conditioner in there and yeah. stuff, to which is supposed to help get rid of the chemicals. So then a couple of days later, me and my girlfriend went to PetSmart to grab- Wait, was Spike in the filter too? Spike survived. Spike, oh, Spike. Spike can live in anything. Shout out Spike. boy. Um- so so went to the store, got two more. Woke up the next day and this other one is sucked up to the filter. I'm like, oh man. I think your filter sucks, bro. No, these literally. fish are literally like, they're just, I can't get this the tank right. I can't figure out how to do it. So I wonder, is like a whole night of them just like clawing and scratching in the water, trying to stay in the thing. So they're trying, the to, they're so, trying to find a Nemo so their way the, out of that the tank. Fil- the filter isn't sucking them up to death. What's sucking them up to death is the fact <laughs> they're struggling to breathe in the tank. Jesus. And I can't figure it out. So I grabbed these ammonia reducer balls yesterday and I put them in and they seem to be working. So I'm like, this is a plea. If anyone knows... Oh, I can get my fish. My girlfriend is right. a Let massive fish person. I will get her to help you. Yeah, There's a fish a- market just over there. I could stop at and see how to <laughs> help you. There is, Follow, yeah. Send me a message on Twitter because I would like to, I'd like to prevent my fish from dying. Wow. Uh, Are you thrilled? I'm not. Also a record for the that longest cold it. performer so yeah. far okay. ever. Uh, Tyler, your Twig and Bears cold performer of the week. I'll be a little quicker here. Uh, the Oilers <laughs> for the announcement of this Oilers Plus thing. You charge fans how much for tickets, how much for jerseys, how much for apparel, how much for beers, how much for all of this stuff. And now you're going to start putting what? Podcasts, articles, post-game press conferences behind a fucking paywall? To me- Is that what it is? I don't think this is going to be free. If it is free, then they're fine. I forgive them. But I've heard that the Oilers have talked about a premium subscription thing for a while. And if this is indeed what it is and they make people pay, they get a preemptive cold performer for that. Oh my- no, God! 
No, God, please, no, 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 no! I love that clip. Nation Dad, Twig and Bear's Cold Before of the Week. Okay, well, I want to put a little disclaimer in front of this. This is my own opinion and not anybody else that's shared on this podcast necessarily. Uh, my Cold Performer of the Week is going to go to one Paul Bissonnette for his mm. comments on national television the other day. Um, it's not so much that he can make that joke because he's welcome to make that joke on his own platforms and his own time. Uh, being on national television, having female viewers watching you and having you speak to them in that way is not okay by me. I'm a big proponent in trying to grow this game and I think that we need to stop trying to to cut people out of it. And so Paul Bissonnette for your comments on national television, you get my co-performer of the week. You're as cold as ice. I'll just say I second it. I agree too. Thank you. Uh, I just didn't want to speak for anybody. I Liam doesn't. <laughs> Pot sound Liam's mic too bad, Liam. Yeah, we're all we're all on board with that. Yeah. Well said, Dan. Totally. Uh, I actually feel bad now that I come in with shenanigans after that, but uh, my Twig and Berry's cold performer of the week is that Rick was plastered on the side of the building at Roger's place, and he only got a 30% discount at the store. Once. Once. A one-time one time only 30% discount. Ooh. And without asking him, they slapped him on the building so edmonton oilers for that you get my cold performer of the week it's been up and down like a toilet seat really mm-hmm. <laughs> i think rick should go full uh, vegas street performer and just stand in front of it as a statue until somebody pays him some money or he should go and then he can welcome him. he should go do like what they do you know when you can get like the fantastic four pictures on like yes. the street in la yes. rick should stand up there and be like pictures with rick five bucks yeah <laughs> let's make sure to get rick paid for his work yeah. for being incredibly handsome uh all right let's end off the podcast we got only a couple minutes for the jays First pitch, Tyler, I'm going to start with you because you're the most excited about the Jays, your Twig and Berries Hot Performer of the Week. Our boy Alec Manoa. Let's go. I know is going to go kill it today. Come on, big man. We got you. Number six. Let's go. We the we best. best. We are the best. Shout out to DJ Khaled. Liam, your Twig and Berries Hot Performer of the Week. Alistair Johnson for coming on my podcast and talking to Caroline and I. He that was cool. starts wow. for Canada and he's going to go to the World Cup and he was awesome. He was a really good guy. So go check that out and kicked back. A little, little promo there. Kicked back airs when, Liam? Tuesdays and Wednesdays in the afternoon when I put it up. Wow. Major key alert. Shout out to DJ Khaled. Nation Dan, your Twig and Berries Hot Performer of the Week. Well, uh, a cold performer of the week that I think everybody probably wanted to give out but just maybe forgot because we have been living in a hellscape of news is Hockey Canada. And so I'm going to give my hot performer of the week, though, to Katie Strang and Rick Westhead for the work that they are doing, the investigative journalism that is needing to be done in this country to hold Hockey Canada accountable. So those two get my hot performer of the week. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Shout out to the companies pulling their sponsor money too. Yes, agreed. That that happened in a real hurry. New Brunswick hockey just pulled out as well. Alberta just demanded answers too before they send any money. Good. Uh, just to wrap things up, so we can go watch some baseball. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week is the, like it's a shitty thing to give as a hot performer of the week, but Evander Kane for cropping Jake for Tannen <laughs> out of those fishing photos was arguably one of the coldest things I've ever seen, and I don't know that I've laughed harder than when I noticed that he cropped him out of those photos. He was there on all the team site photos, but not in Evander Kane. So Evander Kane, you made me chuckle this week, my friend. You are my hot performer of the week. When that's the best thing that happened on your PTO, you probably shouldn't have signed it. 
At least they got to go catch that sturgeon. Uh, for DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Canada Snowboard, and Twig and Berries, we are wrapping up Oilers Nation Radio and going to watch the Jays. The regular season starts next week. We are back to two episodes a week, the week following that. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out Blue Jays Nation. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.